You are now tuned in to Two Studs in a Pod with your host Blaze and Meach, a podcast with a novel perspective on life from a couple of super terrific Uber dykes, but you can call us studs. Now let's get to it. Meach, drop that beat. And me, Meech. And we're a duo of everyday studs here to permeate your vibe with knowledge and nonsense of the stud kind one episode at a time. Homie, what it do? Yo, what's really good? It's um, it's hot in New York. I can't complain, though, because all winter I was complaining. All fall and winter and probably spring, I was complaining that it was cold. So I think what makes it worse is there's no central AC. Mm. Whereas, you know, out there when it's hot as fuck, you go in the house and, you know, the AC is blasting. Out here, it doesn't work like that. Like, you have to have, like, window units either in every room or, like, a big enough unit to cool, like, one to two rooms. It don't even work for the whole area. So, I've been considering, like, I've been Googling, like, how much will it cost to install central AC in the house? And do I have to do it in two different ways? Cause it's like, you know, it's a two family house. So I'm like, how much is this going to cost me? But it's like for three months, maybe two and a half months where it's really hot here. So is it worth it? I don't know. Making grown up decisions. I don't really like it, but gotta do what I gotta do. Being a, being a homeowner is, you know, comes with a lot, a lot of bullshit, but I guess it's worth it. Right? That's what they tell us anyway. That's what they tell us anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. It does come with a lot of bullshit. That is for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everything in my world right now is uh, it's about getting ready to move. Mm-hmm. And uh, move number one is already underway. We have, uh, I'm out of the, I'm out of the scuzzy hood hotel. <laughs> No more ratchets. No more ratchets. Um, no more people playing basketball on the ceiling when <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> trying to sleep. Yeah, so I don't have to get violent with people. Um, it's interesting though because you. It's been a while, right? It's been like two months, and I've been kind of on my own, living mm-hmm. and living on my own. So I'm interested to see how it is really living back with wifey full time again. Yeah, because um, you know I've just been on my own for a while, for, for a while. I've been able to keep things the way that I want to keep them, and uh, <laughs> and you know have have my snacks still there when I come back from <laughs> <laughs> yo <laughs> facts. <laughs> the little things, man. The little things. Yo, for real. So. I don't know, but I can't lie though. I miss them. I am happy to be out of that scuzzy motel and or hotel. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't that bad though. I can't lie. But staying there for like almost two months straight. Yeah. Um. Well, I wasn't staying there, but I stayed there for like a month. I stayed there all the most of most of July. I was there, so yeah, a mm-hmm. month. I stayed there, and it wasn't a, it wasn't that bad. I mean, you know, it wasn't. It wouldn't have met wifey standards. It definitely felt like I was <laughs> yeah. sleeping on a cot. You know what I'm saying? Oh, a, man. a cot. A few, a few rough in it. Yes. But um <laughs> like 
that bed I was in, somebody definitely picked that side of the bed that I sleep on too, because oh. that shit felt, I felt like, <laughs> but you know, it, it worked. It did what it needed to do. Um, I didn't have roaches crawling up and down through my yeah, shit. Yeah, that's the important part, right? No bugs. Yeah, and for the most part, I felt safe no matter like what time of day or night I was getting there or just yeah. being there and to be there by myself, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so it was it was pretty chill. The staff was pretty good. I mean, you know, if anybody was ever in my situation and they had like, you know, my situation, um, I would I would recommend I would recommend that place. Um, it was easy access to everywhere you need to go, the main strip, you know, Uh-oh. so it's not too much. Three and a half I, stars, four stars, what are we giving it? <laughs> I give it, I give it uh, out, of a, out of a five stars. Yeah, out of five. I give it three and a half, close to four. Okay, and a half close to all four. right. Yes. What, what didn't, what wasn't popping off for them was the maid service, which luckily uh-huh. for me, I'm good with, I, I had already bought my own cleaning shit. Yeah. But, and I understand the days of COVID, but they came like twice while I was, while oh, I was there. In a yeah. month? Yeah, In a that's... month. I was like, yo, I need somebody coming here at least once a week. And right. I need a vacuum or some shit. But I mean, you know, I think I, I said this before. I bought all my own shit. Towels, dishes, sheets, yeah, everything. I had all my own shit. So it wasn't. And I would wash it, you know, on my own. Yeah. <laughs> so you so, need that yeah. much. Yeah, I really need that. I just a little, just a little uh, broom or mop or something or vacuum. Yeah. Speaking of, so wife and I got the keys to the new spot, and the first thing we did was hit the broom and the, and the mop. So, mm-hmm. I mean, y'all might be hearing the echo. That's because I don't have shit in this room. <laughs> <laughs> shit in this room. So I'm definitely empathizing with you and your move. Yeah. Um, of the last episode with the stairs, because we, we got stairs right now. Yeah, man. Stairs are a bitch. It's it's like leg day every day, man. Yeah. For real. I was like, please don't slip and fall and bust my ass down these fucking <laughs> stairs. Boy. Are your stairs at least carpeted? No. Oh, no, yeah. There's no carpet yeah. in Be oh, careful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I fell down many a stairs. Uh, so, um, funny story. Uh, we had... We've we've had many a blow up bed. You know I have that big that big giant blow up bed and then um that's the only blow up bed I knew that we had in the house. So a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago my wife was like, Take the bed with you because I was supposed to be here at the spot, Dolo. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Just me. Like I was supposed to come sign and get the keys and don't do all that. And it right. just ended up she came up and did it. So mm-hmm. she spent a night. And um so I had the bed so I had the bed with me thinking I was gonna be by myself. So whole time I'm not looking at the bed because the only bed I ever thought we ever had in the house was the big one. Mm-hmm. Bro, I get the bed, I pull it up here, we done mop the floor, swept the floor, eight, we like ready to go to bed. I'm blowing up the bed. It is a twin. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's some kind of light-skinned bed. This is not the great bed, okay? I was like, where the fuck this tan light-skinned shit come from? Oh man! And I was like, "How are we going to fit? Yeah, on no. this bed, okay? We had to make it work." But when I tell you, when I tell you, it was a it was a mission to sleep. Like one time, I literally almost fell out the bed. 
Oh, no. This fool, she made like a pallet in between a wall and where the bed is just in case she fell out. I was like, if anything <laughs> if anything happens, it's going to be me falling out. We had yeah. to turn in tandem. Like, if we were ready to turn, you know, we had to tap the other let's person. Go. Like, let's go. <laughs> it's like kayaking. Yo. Oh, my gosh. I was like, the only person sleeping comfortable in this house right, right now is fucking Gigi, that's... man. Like... <laughs> Damn, that's rough. Yeah, boy. I was like, thank God. So, and then wifey was like, oh, I might have to stay an extra day because the spot comes with, with security, right? Okay. So, the security got to come and install the security shit. So, wifey is like, oh, um, I might have to stay an extra day to wait for the dude. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not here. I usually go, I go to my go to my sister's house and, or go wherever my mom is. That's, that's where right. I'm at, wherever my mom is. So, um, she's like... She she told me that hey she was going home and I didn't say this to her but I was like thank that thank God that means I can sleep in a bed like I get a, a normal night's sleep yes yeah, so I'm fearing for my life of rolling out the bed right we too old to be falling out the bed at this you know, age dislocate a hit no bullshit if she was telling me she was staying again I would have been like we need to go buy an extra one an yeah. extra bed and just tie them together or something because this is not gonna work. <laughs> Tie them together. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, boy. That shit was uh that shit was crazy, man. Yeah, man. Speaking of beds, I'm finally like got to sleep in my bed since I moved upstairs because all the moving that I did, you know, like right before I had left out there, I had bought a brand new bed. And then I had to pack all my shit up to leave to come back. Then when I came home, we were in like the one house, kind of like your situation. I was in the one house, but that was temporary because we were selling it. And then now I'm in this house. And then in this house, all the rooms already had shit in them. So now that my nephew is gone, like I'm finally in my spot. So like I finally am able to sleep in this brand new bed that I've had for like five years. Yeah, damn. <laughs> yeah, man. And I'm like, damn, I forgot like why I even bought this bed, but I've been sleeping like a fucking baby, man. This shit is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no wonder I spent all this money on this bed that I haven't been able to sleep in. I kept transporting it because I'm like, why am I taking it with me? Like, I might as well just sell it and buy a new one. Right. But yeah, I guess it was worth it. Like, I missed, I missed my bed sleeping like a baby, sleeping like a starfish. Except when <laughs> wifey comes. <laughs> but even when she comes, like the bed is so big, I can still kind of sleep like a starfish, but with like something attached to me. <laughs> Well, you know, I tried to. I've always been like, "Yo, let's get a like a California king giant ass yeah. bed." Wifey ain't with that shit. That's, and I'm like, "Well, <laughs> we only used to have. That's how we could fit in the twin bed." Now I was like, yeah. "Thank God we, thank God we like each other because right, it would have been rough. <laughs> would have been rough." Yeah, man. And I swear, when I got up and I looked where she was laying, because I got up, I was like, she got a little, she got like five inches on her thigh. She got right. <laughs> yo, you evaluate it like, yo, you got all this room on your side, though. Like, Why I'm, I'm here, half half my body hanging off the bed. I, I swear, this is a queen bed. Oh, on the skin. Yo, the queen. Yeah, we're at home. It happens the same way. Like, well, we we're. I want to say at home. This is home now. But so wherever the the real bed is, you know. right? Yeah, but it's okay. I'm on this. I'm on the twin right now, and it feels very spacious. Compared to... <laughs> it feels very spacious when you're by yourself. 
compared to last yeah, night, man. it was a it was a rough situation. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I've been spending a lot of time. You know, it'll be interesting though, because we'll be around each other. We haven't been around each other like that in a minute, but I'm not I, I'm not really in the spaces wherever I've been, the hotels and the and the rooms and all of that. Right, probably here. Like I'm not really here. You know what I'm saying? I'm usually spending the time wherever my my mom is, and that's been right. at my sister's house. Right. Now, you know, she transitioned, so she's at my sister's house. So my sister and I are the ones really taking care of her and doing everything mm-hmm. to get her try to get her back on her feet. She's gonna have home health and all that, but um that 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 don't start till next week. So it's us doing it. Right. And um and my sister got four kids, bro. So it's a wild house to be oh, to be yeah. in. When you're grown up who doesn't have kids or mm-hmm. your kids are already raised like my mom and they're on their own, you know, they're doing their own thing. And yeah. then to have, that's like chaos, that chaos right. going around with four kids and it's back to school time and all of that. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, back to school down there. Yo, it's it's wild. Mm-hmm. It's wild. I'm just sitting there in the room with my mom and we're just looking at each other like, mm. and I'm like, mm-hmm. see, this is why the universe knew. Not right. to let, not to get put me in any kind of position of having kids, because I would have been called DCF. DCF would have been called <laughs> on me like eighteen thousand times by now. Okay, Damn. yeah, yeah bro, it's a lot. It is. I mean, I don't have kids. Wifey has kids, but they're they're not at that age where it's super crazy. They're like, I guess they're preteen. Is the youngest is a preteen, and the others are teenagers. But they're actually like. Not as crazy, I feel like, as we may have been when we were their age. I don't know. They're calm. So I thank God for that. But, like, just me growing up in the house that I grew up in, my mom had a daycare center. Like, before it was, like, the thing, you know? Like, at any point in time, we had at least 13 kids in our house that my mom was looking after, you know? So I'm used to being around kids like that. It's nothing to me to, you know, to be around a bunch of kids. I always yeah. thought I would have like you know a starting five of my own, but you know yeah, I, I gotta I gotta get that. married and, and not some you know not have plastic as kids have real ones. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that time has come and gone. Like now, like I'm just like yo, I'm too old. Like I don't I don't really want to be bothered with like running Diapers around diapers and shit. Yeah, yeah like, like I don't want to do that. I'm pushing oh. forty, man. Like I want to relax the rest of my life and travel and but so i'm like at this at this point in time if 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 i ever did even think of having a kid my kid would have would could potentially have a high risk of uh medical issues because my shits are my eggs are so fucking old i'm ready i'm done yeah. with these eggs anyway i wish they would just come and suck these shits out <laughs> facts but yeah, definitely, I'm good on the kids. It's fun to like see them and say them and they have, hi, Auntie B, Auntie B. Yes, auntie it's B, fun auntie to be B, an auntie. auntie. And then Auntie B be like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> I'll see y'all tomorrow in the morning. <laughs> Mom and dad could uh, handle the rest that, of that for y'all. <laughs> my youngest nephew has been uh, staying here, like, well, downstairs in my mom's section of the house, but like, you know, I'll let him come up and hang out. But he is like 15, so, you know, it's like, We'll play the game together or whatever. Like I'll cook for him here and there because, you know, whatever, just to help my mom out. But it's not like you know, like the little kids. That's the age. Like I feel like I'm too old for. 
going to yeah, parent-teacher conferences and like, what fuck you say to my kid? You know what I mean? Like, I'm too, <laughs> old, I'm too old for the bullshit now. Like, I'll be in trouble all the time, not the kids, so. And to be honest with you, I don't know how any parent, I don't know how my sister does it, I don't know how any parent does it in this time where you gotta, they come, they're coming home on the first day of school and they're talking about active shooter drills. That yeah, they yeah. We're like, like, God, man, that's crazy and sad at the same time. Like, it's crazy to me. It is. Yeah, I remember, because I think I was in, like, high school with, when Columbine happened. Possibly. I don't know. But, you know, that was wild back then. But, you know, nowadays it's, like, every other day, every couple months. Yeah, like, yeah. it's ridiculous. Shit is wild. You can't send your kids to school. I would, I would homeschool my kids. And we'd be traveling. Like, I'll be, <laughs> I would homeschool my kids. We'd be at King of Diamonds, day shift. Like, fuck it. Let's go out. Let's let's see what the world is really about. Let's go South Beach. Let's go. Let's travel. Let's go to Cali. Like, I'm going to teach you some real shit. Because that shit they teach y'all in school is bullshit. Let me show you how to count these, these dollars and add the baking soda to the <laughs> Coke. <say. laughs> this is why I don't have kids. <laughs> Nah, but teach them real life shit, man. Not that school shit for them to risk their lives because, you know, little Billy got bullied and now he want to shoot up the school. I'm not with it. Mm. Speaking of real shit, BG, man. BG, oh, man. that fucking... That, sen- that sentence, bro. Like, they definitely using her as a pawn. Definitely using her as a pawn because of all the shit that's going on between mm-hmm. the two countries and shit like that. And it's so fucked up that, like, the timing of life is just crazy to think that, like, how many times she may have made that kind of mistake before and just never thought twice about it and nobody ever, right. it was never an issue. And then, but to, and then to be everything that, like, Russia doesn't like, American, black, gay, all of that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And now they're showing those memes about like the white people who have been um, caught with more weed on them and Mm -hmm. actual weed, and then they only got like a few months. Yeah, of course, of course. But you know what's been pissing me off about that is I saw a post um, on LinkedIn of all places, right? And this is why I don't really interact about politics and religion and stuff like that on LinkedIn. I feel like. If I did that, then I wouldn't have a job anywhere. But anyway, the dude, like he was, he posted something like he was a veteran and he didn't fight for, um, for whatever. I don't know. He he was talking bullshit, but basically he was like, oh, because BG didn't want like was protesting the national anthem and all this shit when you know all the Black Lives Matter. Well, they still killing us, whatever. But when all that stuff was going on, it was a big deal and everybody was doing the protests and stuff and she was with that he was like why are we gonna go why are we why should we negotiate for her you know like why should we go get her he didn't fight for that but no you did fight for that so you fought for her right to be able to protest right exactly. isn't that what american rights are exactly but it's so it's such you know, a contradiction yeah and that's all you know i feel like everybody who's on that side of the aisle or on that side of thought when it comes to that that's that. I'm like, okay, she made she people make mistakes. There's there's some things that's made a mistake. Now, also, you need to look at the whole situation. She's coming at the, with the fact that she 
had it medically prescribed to her and we know how America is. She's American. Right. So, and for, it's just retarded to me or it's just, just crazy to me for people to be like, oh, she, um, she, she knelt and she did this and now she wants the country to come to it. She's still an American. Like right. what happened to like you and your brother, you and your sister fighting, right? You guys fight each other day in, day out. You know, mm-hmm. but if somebody else talks smack to your brother, your sister, right. or whatever, you're gonna go fuck them up. Exactly. Like you don't talk smack to my sister. I talk smack to my sister. You yeah. know, I will fucking, you know, we we gonna run one. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's, but that's not that's not how America is because America never looks at looks at us as their equal. Right. Well, white Americans, a lot of white Americans, yeah. especially the ones that feel like that and mm-hmm. some of it, you know some of it know what we know about um russian bots and things like that like how much of that is our our bots just trying to stir up fucking um right you know what i'm saying because drama amongst us right mm-hmm. that's a thing too so and people are very gullible and they'll you know jump onto that shit very quickly as we can see i mean you can see what like, yeah exactly <laughs> How 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 Trump is re reneging? He's pleading the fifth and all this shit after oh, he was like. Now, and now <laughs> after they raided his house, right? Mar a Lago. Now it's all defund the FBI. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh. So so we can't defund the police, but we gonna defund the FBI though. Okay. Joe shit. So as long as they don't fuck with Joe <laughs> shit, then it's all good. But now that they stomping in your area, now you're like, nah, fuck them, fuck them. Yeah, fuck it's such a fucking joke, man. But, you know, it's sad because a lot of Republicans are winning the primaries, like, in their state. Like, a lot of Trump-supporting Republicans are winning the primaries in their states. Like, we need to really pay attention. That's because people, yeah, people aren't voting. Like, I feel my, I'm a mail-in ballot. My ballot is at home, and I haven't been there in a while. Mm. That's something I got to tell Nikki to make sure she brings up where or when when she comes. I just, um... Or, or I can fill it out when I go down there, but uh, I need to turn it in. But I was like, I didn't, I didn't know it came. B, I didn't know when the election. I thought, it was, like, I don't feel like I've heard anything about the um, the gubernatorial. Um, yeah, see, yep, they keeping it under wraps because they want these uh, Trump supporters to win everywhere. All this voter yeah. fraud that they're uh, they're doing, shit is wild, man. Yeah, Pay attention. When you're and you know what um, they said is that um, um, Merrick Garland, he, they, like, they had to have, have some really good um, evidence to suggest that this dude had some shit there on that property for them to mm-hmm. get the warrant because you're talking about a former president. It's hard to get right. a warrant to do to do some shit like that. So they had to have right. some real good, like. Um, Proof of some shit going down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. He was he was in there shredding documents and deleting emails. All the shit he was accusing Hillary of doing. Hmm. Which is ironic. I read something. Of course, it was on Facebook. So who knows? But it was one of those like hmm. Democratic group pages that post the memes about funny shit when it happens to Republicans. So it's funny. Hmm. Um, saying how he's the one who put a law in place. Because he was trying to get, he was trying to get Hillary, yeah. um, and now that same law that he put in place for him trying to get Hillary is what's fucking him up. 
Ha, look at God. Look at God. <laughs> oh, for real. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, after all this moving gets done, wifey's birthday is in a few weeks. And uh, before all this situation <laughs> happened, we um, we booked a trip. We were supposed to go. We're supposed to go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, damn, do you think we should cancel the Vegas trip? But then she told me that shit was non-refundable. And I was like, oh, no. Nope. <laughs> I guess we'll be going to Vegas. So we're going to have to find a uh, find a sitter for for the Jeej. Yeah. Because I worried about her when she was with my mom. And right. she was my mom. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'd be worried about her. That's it's rough, leaving her pets. I know, and that's she. You know, she's not just a pet. She's like my yeah my little baby, my little fire baby. That's why I can only get fish because mm-hmm. you know I can set up the automatic feeder when I go away, and they're good. Yeah, yeah, man. But I haven't been to Vegas in a minute. I, I really wanted to go on that trip, but like the wedding is like that. I think it's like a few days before, a few days after, and we got to do that trip. So I couldn't take all that time off of work. I know I haven't even put in to take time off of work. Now. I think about it. They have some shit to do. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know I'm a dumbass. Uh, kind of like fucking Herb Gotti, dumbass. Did you see? I haven't seen the Dream Champs episode. I really want to see the Patty Labelle Dream Champs episode. Oh yeah. Before, but um, this Herb Gotti thing obviously is making it making the rounds, and to me, he just. I don't, I don't know what it is about him and Ashanti, but he just he's seems to... Butt hurt. He's gotta be. <laughs> I I didn't see the interview, but I've been seeing... I saw, like, clips of what he was saying, and Irv Gotti, like, I think ever since Ashanti re-recorded um, her album, mm. and uh, basically now she gets all the all the rights for... Yeah, yeah. She, like, I think he's been bitter from that. And then on top of that, like, Ashanti is looking good these days. You know what I mean? Like, she never stopped looking good. Like, I feel like as she aged, she's aging like wine. Like, she out here doing her thing. She out here making money. He's just butt hurt. But she back you, on stage with Nelly. Yeah. Like, dude, you had a whole wife. A whole and wife. And you were not separated. Right. You were a very man. You out here hurt like this? Right. You know? We were there through the Wendy, cause come on, this had to be back when Wendy Williams was on on Hot ninety seven. So she was doing all the gossip shit. Like we was there through that the Superhead book. Mm. That half that book was about Irv Gotti and Ja Rule. Come on, yes. like, half it. I mean, <laughs> you know. And now you want to call out Irv? We know who she was talking about. Exactly. I mean, where she didn't call out Josh, she was talking about Josh. Called out Josh by name. Mm-hmm. <sighs> He's a dummy. I hate, yeah. I hate he's always kind of to me he's always kind of been an asshole like I, I've never liked his personality even when he had the show maybe didn't he have like a little show a reality show on VH1 or something like that and he was like an asshole to his wife on there too and I was like dude she's she gotta be with him for the money that's it hmm. like you're not that I don't know I don't know him personally but how he portrays himself and how he puts himself out there. He's a, he sounds like an ass. A straight ass. Um, Shout out to Ashanti, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, Speaking of 
beautiful women who can sing. Um, Beyonce versus Khalees. Did you Ooh, hear about shout that? Out to Beyonce. Yeah, for real. That album though, that album was. <laughs> you all break my soul. <laughs> I was I was listening to it. I was listening to it while I was working, and where my little setup is, and my sister's house is in in the room where my mom is. So I'm listening to the music. While I was like, "Is that Beyonce?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yes." Which you heard um, <clears throat> that Khalees had an issue with her using that uh, some like "La La La" from Milkshake mm-hmm. on one of the songs. Interpolation mm-hmm. of "La La" of Milkshake, "La La La," and uh, <laughs> so Beyonce, like Beyonce being Beyonce, the bitch that she is, she. Um, she was like, okay, bitch, I got you. She just took it out. Yeah. Took it out. And yep. the thing is, like, I read this explanation. They were like, the dumbest thing that uh, Phillies could have done was to, to, like, trip. Why would you trip? First of all, Beyonce acknowledges you're anything. Yeah. You might as well just feel like you won in life, okay? So mm-hmm. she was like, um, she wrote she wrote her as a, she put her as a writer, on that song, which is now oh, wow. played a million times, Beyonce's number album is number one in the country. Okay, um, and so where she wasn't a writer credited on Milkshake and getting paid for anything to do with Milkshake, if she didn't perform the song herself mm-hmm. as the performer, then she wasn't getting any money off that song. But because Beyonce took those three little la la las and put it in there, and then and then put gave her credit as a writer. She would get writer's credit and the payment, however, yeah. however that works. But because so she because she was tripping and Beyonce took her off, now she don't get nothing. Damn. She's butt hurt too. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who I don't know how accurate that is, but I read yeah. that. Like, you know, a, a I don't know. Incredible person, but I thought um I thought that it was like she thought it was one song and it wasn't like I don't have all the details but she thought it was one song but it was actually milkshake beyonce took the sample off of but i think khalees says she was upset because beyonce didn't reach out to her but beyonce reached out to like the neptunes because they are the ones who she had to get the sample uh cleared she reached out to who she needed to reach out yeah right no legal thing and then she turned around and gave you some credit right like you you a dummy dummy Dumbass of the dead. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Um, Yo, Beyonce could just like, I don't know, she could say anything and I'd be like, yep. <laughs> Beyonce. Yeah. Beyonce said it. Um, yeah, you heard the remix she did to um, Madonna and all that? Yeah, and she yeah. was shouting everybody out. Jilly from yeah. Philly. Yes. All that good stuff. All man. the, um, all the, um, the houses from Damn, what's oh that yeah, oh, Nikki made me watch that shit. Uh, oh, one of those. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've I've probably seen it too. Wife would make me watch that. She yeah. being here, dancing and voguing and yeah, it's the house of Moo Blair and <laughs> Balenciaga and all that shit. Yeah, shout out to all the house mothers. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see um? Lil Duval got hit by a car. Yeah, man. In like the Bahamas, right? Yes. That shit looked bad, man. Yo, for real. He broke his hip, broke his shoulder, broke all kind of shit. I can't imagine um, getting hurt in another country, bro. Yeah, because they don't have the same medical that we do here. They don't. 
or stand like standards or anything like that. That's yeah. why when I was in Jamaica and I sprained my thumb, I just kept it moving. I was like, Fuck <laughs> it. I mean, I don't even want to go. I'll be all right. I got another one. For real, that's why they gave me two thumbs. <laughs> yeah, man, my my cousin, um, she actually passed away in Jamaica because she was out there and she got sick, and oh, they no, didn't no. have the. Uh, the medical stuff to, to help her out, man. She was young. Nah, see, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. No disrespect to them, but it's just not the same, you know? I love Jamaica. I just don't want to get hurt there. Yeah. I, I had a friend who, um, I had a friend whose friend's husband had like a stroke or a heart attack or something along Oof. those lines in Jamaica while they were on vacation. And he had to stay there Mm-mm. So he was medically stable to fly. Mm-mm. And that took like a month. Oof. So normally a month in Jamaica. Yeah, but like I right. yeah, right. but no, nah, no, nah, not under those circumstances. So mm-hmm. yeah. But man, when you think about how quickly life can change, right? Like you're on vacation mm-hmm. and you know, boom. Yeah, that's always a concern for me. Um having ms and you know that shit could happen you could get a flare-up at any time like i was at the i was at the baseball game and then all of a sudden i couldn't see mm. like oh shit what's happening but because i know it's possible like i knew what was going on i was like oh damn i think i'm having a flare-up but that, that shit just came on out of nowhere so that's always a concern but gotta live Right? Gotta enjoy life while we can. Gotcha. Yeah, man. I um I picked up this book. Well, I've had it for a while, so now that I'm kinda organized and I have my little reading chair with my little uh essential oils burning next to it and all that shit. Like I, I was I sat down the other day. I was actually working. And y'all know how my job be stressing me out for no reason. Cause it's a really an easy job. Um and I don't know what was going on, but I was just like, you know what? I need a mental health day. So at like two o'clock, I sent my boss a message. I was like, look, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I need to take the rest of the day off. So I just logged out and then I, I picked up the book. Um, I have this book called The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health. And I started reading it because it just felt like it was right on time. You know, like we talk about, um, you know, so many issues, so many mental health issues, um, but we don't really necessarily address them in the black community or, you know, black, Hispanic, you know, communities or whatever, Caribbean, everything. Um, Because, you know, we've always had to get through it. We've always had to figure out a way. We've always had to be strong and stuff like that. So basically that's what the book is talking about. And um, like we always have to put on a happy face at work so that we're not seen as like the angry black person at the job or, you know, me being the angry, angry black woman because I work with, you know, um, two cis white men who think that they can just talk to you any kind of way and I'm supposed to be OK with it. You know, like it's, it's a lot of bullshit that we shouldn't have to deal with or whatever. So it touches on a lot of things like that. But it's I think it's a dope book because they the author wrote to you like she was just talking to you like like your homegirl or like, you know, and it's not very technical in the language. So like, you know, your older family members who might not have the same education that 
we had growing up or that, you know, like the younger generation has, will be able to understand what she's saying and like the, the topics that she's talking about and the trauma that just we as a community of, of black and brown people have been through um, and how to deal with it and stuff like that. So like I had to take take the rest of the day and I read that and I actually felt better like by the next day. I'm like, oh, it's just reading the book, not even being in therapy or anything like that. But I was like, just reading the book was kind of therapeutic. And I was able to work the next day, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, it's wild. I think, I mean, it's a good book. I think, you know, everybody should pick it up. Even if you're not black, like I think pick it up because then you can understand what you're, if you care, you know, about the community and you care about your family, friends, coworkers that you, you know, you claim I have black friends and shit like that to kind of understand if, what, what it's like for us. Definitely read it. I can't remember the author. Y'all know I'm terrible with names. But it's a good read so far. I'll keep y'all posted on it when I get when I finish it. But yeah, I th- I think that's it's been a minute since I read, so that was a first book that I've picked up in a while. Hmm. Interesting. I um <laughs> I well, now that I'm here in this place by myself, you know, I'm more, you're talking about, you said paranormal. It makes me think about uh, being here by myself and hearing noises <laughs> and shit and, and wondering um, if, if it's going to be the boogeyman, even though it's a brand new place. So at least it's not like. But like sage, you ain't bring your sage here. stick. Yes, yes. No, my sage stick is at my, at my current abode. Oh, no. Not at the new abode, but man. Um, but you reminded me, you know, we got, we, I have to send you the copy of the book, Digging Donuts. So that oh, we can, yeah. Uh, we can compare notes on what we think. Uh, All right. Guide to why studs ain't shit. Let's see. Shout out to uh, Miss Browner for sending us copies. She sent it a long time ago. And, oh, never, and just, uh, it was like right when I got the copies, that's when shit went down. And I was, mm-hmm. uh, I was preoccupied with a special you know, situation going on, but, um, yeah. And every time I bring the, you know, I'm bringing it with me thinking I'm going to have a chance, you know, my old girl's sleeping or something. And that's the day she wants to be up and the most active. So. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely would like to, uh, to read that. I'm trying to, um, you know, I'm still trying to do my creative thing. And there are a couple of, uh, writing, writing groups and there are a couple of, um, like film festivals and stuff going on. You know, now that COVID is over um, and all we have to worry about is monkeypox, <laughs> um, I'm, tr- I'm going to try to go to some of these events and be a little bit more social. And so if any of our listeners are planning on going to any of these New York festivals, I think there's a, a LGBTQ one coming up in October. Um, shoot me a DM so we can link up and go to it and be creative together. Have you have you guys on the podcast? We'll we'll discuss. No, for real. Yeah. And on that note, we're going to end the show here. Find us on everything social at Tuesdays in the Pod. Check out Meech at the Homie Meech on IG and at Homie Meech on Twitter. And you can find me on IG at it's.me.blaze and it's me blaze too on Twitter. You can catch us on podcast platforms everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And gratitude is always the attitude. 
So we want to say thank you for lending us your ear. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.